1: Now,
2: you need to take responsibility, my young ladies out there, and refuse to let others do your thinking, talking. Naming. If we have to break the bias, that is the number one thing I want to improve. So this week
3: we all join the rest of the world to mark International Women's Day, where the theme "Break the Bias." But seriously, is it now? It's now, as you may have noticed, three days after the International Women's Day. So what really did that day achieve? Was the bias broken in a day? What really will happen between now and next year to properly, more substantively, champion the cause of women? Or is it just a case of a token day to pay lip service to the real issues that bother women? Real hard questions, uncomfortable maybe, that are tonight we will be connecting Ghana and beyond to explore. We connect after the break.
4: Yet yeah, two unlimited calls. Oh, Vodafone Red. So, you know, here. Yeah. Jack, me too. No expiry of Vodafone Red. Yes, yeah. Star 200 hash, huh? I bob the move. When you be what? Eh? Vodafone Red, yeah. no lie, yo. Co-craft, me top man, do you be casaco. Hey, browse it, da. Vodafone Red, Star 200 hash. See, see, dear. Yeah, casaco, no, yeah. Browse it. Star 200 hash gives you unlimited calls on Vodafone to Vodafone. More data. More talk time to friends on other networks. No expiry. And the best value at a Affordable prices. Vodafone ready there. Who know? Simply dial Star 200 High to choose a package that best suits you from as low as one Ghana city.
3: Vodafone. Because of rumours that insurance companies will only waste your time, I never bothered to make claims until one day I rear-ended a car and the owner wanted it repaired immediately. I called Prime Insurance, my insurance, and they walked me through how to get a quick police report to authenticate the accident. And voila, the victim got the due compensation for the damage I had caused to his car. No stress. Prime earned my trust that day, so I upgraded from third-party to comprehensive. My advice: get insurance today and get it from Prime Insurance. From January to March 2022, Prime Insurance is rewarding customers with prizes worth over 500,000 Ghana cities. For new sign-ups and renewals in the Prime Jibodea promo, call 020-859-8216 to find out the Prime office or agent closest to you.
5: More than 1.5
6: million people around the world have died from COVID-19 since the pandemic began.
4: When the COVID-19 pandemic struck, real heroes emerged in the areas of health, education and economic empowerment. Heroes stood in the gap, helping in their communities like they always do. It's now time to celebrate your hero. It's time to name and nominate your hero to be an MTN Hero of Change. Yes, your hero nominee could win part of the price package of 200,000 CDs, Name Your Hero. Help your hero to gain recognition and the resources to do more. Make your hero an MTN Hero of Change. Just fill an online nomination form at heroes.mtn.com.gh or pick up a form at any MTN service center near you. Line for nomination to 7th april 2022 see press on our social media pages for details or contact 054-976-7070 for further inquiries mtn heroes of change be the change you wish to see
2: Brings you to my house this early morning. I hope all is well. All is never well with me, Onik. After paying three times for the land for my project, the construction workers are now giving me wahala From material overestimation to small, small stealing. I am tired. I told you so. Efo <laughs> <laughs>
8: It's all because you are trying to become builders when you're corporate workers and business people. Edlam has products tailored to meet your needs. Villas 3 at Amrahia, where there are finished homes, conveniente. Also at Amrahia, where it's contemporary but
1: super affordable apartments. Prices start from $35,000. And the
7: Avantgarde, located in Adrigano, which has sleek luxury apartments. For more information, please visit edlamhousing.com or simply call 270 166 166. Edlam Housing, where spacious homes cost
8: less.
4: Allianz, insurance since 1890. At Allianz Life Ghana, we have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website, www.allianz-gh.com, for more inquiries. Allianz Life, we secure your future. Oh. Uh-huh.
3: You're live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Ghana Connect. My name is Evans Mensah. And so this week, we all join the rest of the world to mark International Women's Day. In fact, on International Wires, many of them, this whole week is International Women's um, Week. Some say International Women's Month. Um, Whatever it is, the theme was Break the Bias. Uh, If you're really considering it as a day, it's been, uh, what, three days uh, since International Women's Day. So the question must be asked, really, because we do this every day. It's a very, very big, big event across the world. What really did we achieve on this day? Was the bias broken? What really will happen between now and next year to properly, more substantively, champion the cause of women? Or is it just a case of a token day to pay lip service to the real issues that bother women? And as you know, the day is celebrated around the world with forums, women coaching other women, giving speeches, inspirational messages, using your lives and, 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 and handing down nuggets of wisdom. Has it become a talk shop? We had a few of these notes of advice to women all over the world and how to stand by themselves and break the bias. This is one of them.
2: Don't fall for shallow and easy solutions. Those pre-digested books that tells you if the male child discovered this, is the male child that does that. Do away with all that. Refuse to sell your talents and aspiration short. Nobody should tell you that because you are a woman, you know, when you get PhD, you won't get a husband. Like me, they say when I go to school, I won't get a husband. I am happily married. It also means resisting the forces in society. That tells you you should take it easy. Please, do not take it easy. Strive for the best. So there is a 35% greater chance of peace agreements lasting 15 years when women participate. So if women are integral to peace, why do we largely exclude them from peace negotiations? I remember when I was asked to become the DND. I went for more than 13 interviews. They didn't understand. In fact, somebody said, no, 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 no. This role is for men. Since we started, it has always been for men. Unfortunately, becoming a DMD, you require some central bank approval. So they said, okay, once the male is the MD, the woman can be the deputy. So I took it and I pinched myself. I- Dear woman, thank you for being brave. Thank you for being strong, even without
6: a defense counsel and a lawyer to speak up for you. Thank you for holding on. Thank you for surging on. Thank you for enduring the pain. And most of all, thank you for being
3: you. Uh, but that's how it's been a year on year. Forums, women talking, they post stuff on your pages. And after that, what happens? That everybody appears to just simply go to bed. And then the next year, on a day, it's this whole talk. And, and I must say this. And then across the radio stations and television stations, all of a sudden, women are hosting all the shows. All of a sudden, women are hosting all the shows. Um, I said they, they, they only suddenly became competent to host the shows on International Women's Day. The next day, right after the day, the men are back <laughs> doing what they do. Business as usual. Let's stop and have a real reflective conversation about this. We've done it again this year. Um, we'll return to it again next year. But between now and then, how can we have a real substantive change uh, in the things that really, really break the bias, apart from a day of a lot of talk? Let's let's bring the women themselves into this conversation. If you're a man, by the way, join us on... on uh on, on our many social media pages, we'll, we'll give you a call: zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Don't forget, hashtag is Ghana Connect. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, I, I really wanted today here, and many of you are joining us on on uh, on, on on Twitter and on on WhatsApp, particularly zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Let's have a frank conversation about this. We'll call a few of you back to share your thoughts uh, with us on on the questions that we are asking tonight on the back of international. Women say Shamima Muslim uh, is an advocate. Uh, it, of course, you, you know her. She herself was uh, a, a broadcast journalist uh, with excellence. Um, Alliance for Women in Media joins us on, on Zoom. Hello, Shamima. Hello, Shamima. Shamima, currently on mute for me. I can see you. I can see you. Please unmute for me. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Thank you very much, Amima. Great to have you. Um, also Great connecting to tonight is um, uh, Lawyer Mami Efwakum, uh, Law Lecturer with the KNUSC. Hello, Mami. Hello, Mami. Kindly unmute for me. I see you're still muted. Hello, Mami. Can you hear me? Yes.
7: Hello.
3: Great. Can you hear me?
7: Hello.
3: I can hear you loud and clear. How are you? I'm fine, and you? I'm doing great. Great to have you. We'll also be joined, uh, connecting uh, to uh, Reverend Charlotte Audreau. Um Very fascinating uh, name he has for herself. Uh, and she connects on the telephone. Hello, Reverend. Hello. Great to have you, Reverend. Um, and, and my producer uh, puts the name Reverend Charlotte O'Drow and says anti-feminist. Is that accurate? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you would say that anyway. Okay, well, I mean, but I'm I'm, I'm curious. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this uh, conversation. And I, I listen, wherever you are tonight, please join us and let's have this conversation. We'll also be joined shortly by and Nketia, a lawyer and women's football administrator, uh, very shortly. Um, or, or joins us on Zoom. Um, hello, Cleopatra. Hi. Yeah. Patrick, thank you very much. Uh, Hi. Great, great to have you join us. Um, l- listen, let's let thank me. You. Good evening, Shamima. Let me start with you. I mean, the these are um, as for what the day stands for. I think we've gone past that. But let's have a real conversation about this. So, really, what did the day achieve, Shamima?
7: So, um, you know, since it's a conversation, and since I know that Evans you're in a position of influence and management. At Joy FM, arguably one of the biggest radio stations, um, you asked a question that we have gone back to normal. That women were asked to host programs, and today it's back to normal. Can I ask you why have we gone back to normal? What do you think?
3: and that's a very interesting conversation there that's a question to me that i don't have an answer to i'm hoping that all of you may have an answer i guess i guess the best i could say is that you know before the international women's day there is a setting norm that existed and then right after the day they re, you know will return to 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 type uh, the stereotype i mean no, not stereotype the one i'm looking for is the 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 status quo simply just returns and and what it says is if we can do it on a day we can definitely do it as a more sustainable way of doing things. It just shows that it's possible. And that's that's where I stand on this matter. Um,
7: awesome. And so the question then is: Why, if it's if we have had evidence that it is possible that women can be in these spaces and they can do well, why have we, as decision makers in those spaces, failed to take the action forward? by encouraging by supporting by training and giving such opportunities for these females who have allowed themselves to you know be in those spaces and there is the question the lack of commitment to following through and um, a couple of days ago i was speaking on this matter at another platform and i raised five issues that i think we must all reflect upon um if we make a case for more inclusiveness in our spaces. The first question, especially for many organizations is, is organizational culture and climate a determinant of organizational success in your opinion, or even reputation? What helps to drive a good organizational culture and reputation? And I was minded to draw attention to this, uh, the Fox story. And the, this, uh, the Loudest Voice series, if any of you have watched it, the story of Roger Iles, who was arguably a very talented man who came into Fox and turned the, for, uh, the, the fortunes of Fox around. But his own toxic nature and his abuse and harassment of almost every young lady that came through his hands eventually was his downfall and the crisis that folks had to go through is evidence for all of us to see that it is better for organizations to think deeply through the kind of culture that they want to exist in their organizations. Because culture is not given. It is engineered, it is built based on the foundation of values and consistency and a zero tolerance to the breach of those values. What we have found Especially within the media and many other organizations, is that there are no foundational values to which anybody is held to account.
3: But but these so values, we, uh, Shamima, we, I mean, of course, you're talking about yes. a, a case of women here. What have these values got to do with um, the, the women conversation, for example? It's a, it's a gender issue, is it not?
7: If you have an organization, the culture of inclusiveness and diversity means necessarily that you must have the gender conversation because your organization would be made up of both men and women. And another question I want to ask, um, Evans, briefly, do you think men and women are the same? Do you think so? Same, no. Do you think they are equal?
3: No. No. So there's the problem. Okay. No, but so so, but 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 you have to ask why I say no because what we because so, have to yes. define equal, for example. I mean, why the, the, the no? mere fact that we are two biological, biologically different is that we just simply not equal. I mean, in 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 biological terms, if you're talking about in terms of ability, yes, right. I mean, so you, you it's a, a more nuanced. Um, ...way of looking at them, simply say it's equal, so it's equal all around. I mean, the mere fact that you are a woman and I'm a man... ...means there's something there that says we are different and we are not equal. However, if you're talking about ability... that
7: is where the problem lies, Evans. Why is that that a problem? There's the the knowledge gap and the appreciation gap. Because when the equality debate is on the foundation of humanity... ...and the fact that you and I are humans... And our laws, global laws, local laws will always state that all human beings are equal before the law. And no human must be discriminated against on the basis of sex, tribe, religion, and what have you. So the fact is that even for people who are well-intentioned like yourself, there is a lack of knowledge about the cause so that we are not the same Means that we are biologically different. Sex and gender are not the same. When we speak about sex, we are talking about the biological difference, which is innate, which is um, unchangeable. Well, some jurisdictions say that it's changeable, which is universal. But when we speak about gender, we are talking about the socially constructed norms that define roles for both men and women in the society, both boys and girls in the society. Those norms are learned behaviors. Those norms are changeable. Those norms are different from culture to culture, which means they may not be sacrosanct. Which means, therefore, that if we find that there are some norms that are negative, in terms of how they allow the humanness of some sex, say, women, to acquire and to be able to take part in normal social activities, then it means we have to have a conversation. So when we speak about equality, we are not the same, but we are equal. We are equal before the law. We are equal as human beings. And therefore, the opportunities that every society grants its human beings man woman boys girls must
3: be equal yeah i mean so now let me let, let me bring yes let's expand that now because that that mm. definitely uh, i think is far more nuanced i guess than that because i in in talking about equality i, I think from the ex- basis of equality before the law ability to do the work and consider everybody based on whether they the capability and sometimes of course we've seen uh, affirmative action I, I think that the equality question is yes across board right but there are they, they are more nuanced where some say you can look at this that also then once you appreciate the differences then you could then position people in in spaces that then they are able to function and give off their burst um rather than have one uniform definition for everybody but let's expand that conversation to uh, others who are joining now on this on this real conversation yeah i want to bring in uh, cleopatra because you work in a field uh, this is football yeah football administrator that is heavily dominated by men right and so when each time the international women's day come around um and we've been celebrating this for years right have you seen enough change in in your area of work to say well as we mark this day you you look back to last year's day and say in a year i think i have seen a bit of change i mean the fact that we did that day created enough awareness that in your field moved us a bit forward have you seen that movement have you seen something moving on the back of all the celebrations we've had over the years
5: Well, what I can say about that is it's kind of like your birthday. On your birthday, everybody celebrates you, talks about how amazing you are and about how well you should be doing or how great life will be. And then the following day, everybody forgets about you. That is generally what happens in my field. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be as drastic as to say that nothing has changed. I think that things are happening. I think that things are changing. But it's just happening at a very, very, very slow pace. And the plans that we've made, the suggestions that have been put out there, you don't really see it taking effect or happening at a pace that would let anybody stand aside and go like, huh, okay, that's a lot of change. Everything is moving very, very slowly. And sometimes it kind of feels like even the bare minimum that is being given to you, you you're having to drag it out. So it's, it's a bit difficult, especially in sports because it's always sports is something that looks like it's male dominated. So you don't really have the changes that you have in the quantity and, uh, happening as much as you, you hope that it will happen, happening. So I, I I want to say that, yes, it's happening, but it's really slow. I mean, th- that that
3: raises a, an interesting point about the day. I like the, the analogy you use about, Bev, then everybody forgets about you. I guess that's why we yeah. want to have this conversation so we can have a more substantive way of dealing with this than just celebrating the day. I want to bring in um, Reverend Charlotte. Reverend, where do you stand on that question?
6: Um, You, you know... Society, religion, and culture has made the woman or has placed the woman in a certain position. And it's very hard for society to accept the woman or respect the skills of some women. Even when a woman has a potential and she wants to show it, they will shut her down and not accept it. But when a man shows that skills, he's being celebrated. So I think that individually as women, we don't need to allow what society says affect us. So it will start from us individually, not allowing things that people say or what the society says to affect us. We need to psych our minds. We need to take decisions and not allow fear to stop us from what we can do. I don't stand in a place where I'm going, I want to compare myself with a man. No. I stand in a place where I am who I am. I don't want to compare myself with a man. If a man is capable of doing something, I will praise him. If I'm also capable of something, I want people to praise him. But if they will not do it, I will start praising myself until they notice what I can do. And it's not easy to penetrate through the society. But if we start somewhere, we'll get somewhere. So I believe that if all women will stand strong and not allow anything to stop us. And we want to penetrate. With time, it may be slow, but with time we can penetrate. Believing in what we can do and not trying to compare with men. In the moment we want to compare, it becomes a challenge. I don't believe in we trying to compare ourselves. I believe in what I can do, and I'm special in what I do. And when I'm special in it, and I push forward, a time will come, I will be. No- they will notice me. So the society has made it that way. Religion has made it that way. And it's so hard to penetrate. But when we start today, when we continue tomorrow, I know tomorrow to come, the world will accept the women.
3: I mean, and will be okay. Let me ask a question that Shamima asked me. Do you believe men and women are equal?
6: Uh, and it depends on which level you are talking about. Men are men. Women are women. Everything is equal depending on how you see it, depending on what you are talking about. If a man is a man, I can never be a man, I'm a woman, and I believe in my strength. So, will a man also believe in his strength? And therefore, I wouldn't play the man here and play the woman here and be a, a point of challenge. No, we are equal if I set my mind to do this. I can do and I can do it better, but it's not a challenge. So when you come and I've done it, I did it because I made up my mind to do it. So equality in what essence? I don't want to come to that point of trying to be equal with you, but I want to come to the point where I am who I am and I can do it if I'm ready to connect to it. And I'll do it in a different way.
7: Not like a man would do it, but like I want to do it. That's what I
3: believe. Isamima.
7: Right. So, um, um, Evans, I just want for the sake of public education to throw in that, you know, gender is a technical concept which must be studied and understood um, with the necessary terminologies. So that's what I wanted to make the distinction between sex and gender and on the basis of sex. We are not the same. Evans, you have a penis. I have a vagina. I have boobs. You don't. We are not the same. But the fact that, the fact is that we are human beings and we are citizens in a country and we are all equal in terms of the access to opportunities. So when we use equality and gender equality, it's a technical construct. Gender equality is basically telling you and I that you. However, different you are biologically from me, we are all equal when it comes to access to opportunities. Now, people who don't appreciate gender will say that, oh, let us treat everybody the same. Let us treat everybody equally. But people are not the same. So you cannot treat everybody equally in order for you to reach a level of fairness in the society. We are equal as in the starting point of humanity is equal. So I'll make the distinction between equality, equity, um, inequality and justice, if you you may, because this is an educational platform. So when we speak about inequality, we are saying that we all have unequal access to opportunities. And I think that we are all in agreement that there is underrepresentation of women across board in politics, in economics, you know, socially, everywhere, there's underrepresentation. Economically, women, you know, wield very little influence and capital. And so they would always be uh, become praise for those who are more powerful who control resources. That is inequality. Then we come to equality. That's let us evenly distribute the tools and assistance to allow for all of us to come into our full potential. Then the equity debates come in. If we say we are all equal and there is inequality existing, so Evans, you are taller than me, I am short. There's somebody who is also taller than you. And because you said that treat everybody the same, we are going to watch a football match and there is a fence which, I cannot reach. Which you, if you stood on your two feet, you can see the game. And yet, because they are treating all of us equally, they give you a stool. And they give me a stool as well. So you stand on this stool in addition to your augmented, to augment your height, which was already enough for you to see the game. Yeah. I stand on this stool which I couldn't see and now I can see. Then there's a younger person who couldn't see at all. They give this person a stool and the person still cannot see. You have treated us all equally, but we have all not had access to the opportunity to watch the football game. Now, equity will come in to say that because men and women are not the same, and that's where the issues of affirmative action comes in please listen to me with an open heart because it is only then i'm speaking to our viewers our listeners here that we can understand why the gap exists and why we need to put in place certain specific interventions to bridge the gap now equity would say that no what must be what we must do is to look at who really needs this tool evans you didn't need this tool because you could see without this tool I needed at least one stool to be able to see. The child I came with could not see even with the one stool. So that child needs to take one stool from you to augment the one that he already had to be able to see. This is where equity comes in. Mm. That creates custom tools that identify and address the inequality. And, and I, guess, that I guess this
3: gap. leads me nicely to my next question, which goes to uh, Lawyer Mame Fakum. I mean, so clearly... There are very complex, nuanced issues around the issue of gender and and, and the question of, of woman, right, which we celebrate on, on International Women's Day. It begs the question, does the day then begin to do justice to all these very complex issues for you? Mami, Fakum? Could you hear a piece? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, on the back of everything we've heard, it's obvious that very complex, nuanced issues involved here, right? I wonder if you believe um, the International Women's Day, right? Is is it's 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 adequate or a, a good start to, to beginning to address these issues?
7: Um, I think the International Women's Day has come on the back of all the issues that have been identified over the years. And so it's a good place to start. It's just, I see, I see the day as a monumental um, representation of what should be done, the real work that should be done. And so while, in, like you said initially, it looks as if things have gone back to normal, work should continue. And even though women should lead the work and should lead the change and their voices should be at the center of the change and the turnaround we are looking for, we should not also forget the fact that We need the complement of the male allies because while women form half of the the population and in Ghana now, now women are more than men by the last census, men equally make a substantial amount of the population and we need them to have a change of mind to be able to support in the change we are going. Otherwise, we'll be one step forward, two steps back because for every positive change that comes, there will be a man or a non-gender-sensitive woman who would push back towards the progress that has been made.
3: Uh, and on the back of that, then, um, return to the the suggestions I've had. Both Samima mentioned the point, and in fact, it was uh, Cleopatra who had a fantastic analogy there. So we celebrate the day. He says it's like like a birthday, and then we we forget. We wait a whole year, next year, and then we come back again. It, this definitely, definitely, has not been a sustainable way of dealing with this, these problems. Hello, mommy. Yes. Yes. I mean, just putting that to you again about, I mean, the the comments that I've heard already, that just the way it's been, you said it's a good place to start. I mean, but start is the operative word. What then happens after the day?
7: Right. So we would have to decentralize the process. So every institution that's celebrated the International Women's Day must look within. What policies do we have that support women? What policies do we have that hinder women? How can we push women forward? And so, it the, each organization or each group or each institution needs to do some forging ahead introspectively. You need; to, they need to look within and 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 let women's voice be heard in that area. So you don't have a table of men trying to um, advance and policies that will push women. Women would have to first of all present their their issues, present what it is that they are facing, present the practices, the work environment, ethics, and, and all of those other things that um are not women friendly, are not gender sensitive. And if taking away would help push them forward. So it we, we need to decentralize it any and and each institution or each group or any any two or more persons that um, believe in the championing of women need to take this a little more personally than just a day in a year.
3: Mm, so, so that is the point where right, Cleopatra. And this is a question that was framed that I had. I thought it's fascinating. Let me put that to you. It says uh, International Women's Day is a token and only serves to empower many to pay lip service to the cost of a woman discuss what what do, you, what do you say to that do you agree with with that with that hypothesis that is simply a token um, only created so we can all pay lip service to this to the cause of women
5: That's currently what it looks like because like Mami was saying before and after we don't really have any plan or any next steps to develop and grow it. So I think that to be able to move away from that that narrative what we should be doing is planning towards it, and then initiating the plans that have been made concerning the day throughout the rest of the year. Because we cannot keep year upon year at the beginning of every year, having a International Women's Day to celebrate women with no plans about what to do once the day is gone. And this is what we currently have. It's like any business or any, any other thing that you're doing in life. You plan towards it, you execute it, and then you follow it through it to make sure it's to the end. Right now, we just have a day That talks about women and that talks about how amazing women have been and about the potential that women have and about the amazing things that women could do. But the people celebrating it, the plans that have been made, what are are they doing about it? What plans were created before? What plans are being done for the future? How are we, apart from just posting about what other women have done, how are we inspiring the next generation to continue? What strategy is being put there? Are we putting the strategies there individually? Are we putting it together as an organization? Are we putting it together as a nation? What what is breaking the bias? What steps have been put out there about breaking the bias? What have we engaged people to help us to get done? We need to understand all these things. We need to put it there. And we shouldn't shouldn't just come at it and then 8th of March, International Women's Day we are celebrating. It should, if if anything, we should look at it like how we look at Christmas, how we look at uh, Valentine's Day, all those days. You, people make a strategy towards it. There's a plan for it. People are putting Christmas decorations around. People are doing things. It's not just on Christmas Day that we say, ooh, it's Christmas. You, people start celebrating it a month in advance, and then make plans a year in advance. And that's how we should see International Women's Day, to move it away from the narrative that it's just a token day. Because currently, as we say right now, it is. I, I'm sure each and every woman here uh, got uh, well wishes from people about happy International Women's Day, look at the great things that you've done. But what has anybody else done to contribute to the lives of these women? What plans are being made? Apart from the day that this happens, is anybody supporting our plans? anybody doing anything about it? And it's not just the outside world, women as well. Because like Mami said, we are 50% of the population. What are we doing to support each other? After we finish the Zoom, are we all just going to disappear? Are we not going to talk about each other or talk to each other again until next year? You see all these programs that are put together for International Women's Day and we celebrate and we are all excited. But then after that, even the people who put together the programs, they are done. So it's not even just about the outside world or the 50% that is out there. It's about we ourselves. What are we doing to push towards it? Are we just going to be posting and talking about how amazing we are on the day? What are we doing about the other 364 days of the year? It cannot just be a day. It cannot just be a token. We have to do something about it. We have to do more. And I think that to move that narrative, it's about doing it for the other days of the year. Yeah. So I'm, mean,
3: I'm hoping that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to bring yeah. in the Reverend, Reverend on that, because you made a very important, but I think Mami also touched on it, that uh, if you look at shared numbers, there are more women than men, right? I mean, the, the population census says that, but Reverend Charlotte drew if that is the case, there are more women than men, and the, the strength in numbers. I mean, in, and I think it's who makes who makes the point about yourselves as women, um, using the numbers that you have, if indeed it's a token, why is it that women themselves have allowed it to be a token? Let's start from there. Is, is there a reason why women themselves... Uh, how, how much of the blame should women themselves take for what it's become and what it is? Uh, Reverend Charlotte um I, You
6: know, I was saying this. Um, it's like some of us, the women, when it gets to a point like this, it's like we fight for position, And then we want to be heard. Do we want to be heard a day? Or are we fighting to be heard always? As the other woman said, after we finish this, are we going to talk again? Are we going to stand with each other? Are we going to support each other? So it starts from us. It starts from individual, we the women, believing in what we have, standing with each other, building ourselves. And generating another funds or generating something for the next generation. Sitting down, getting the information we need to get from the other generation coming and how we can impact into them and not have this thing in our minds that okay this one is not in my in, in my in my group so therefore though she's a woman but I don't want to be part with her that is where we have the skills but we can't show and people doesn't want to appreciate us but when we get to the point that you know what I get a platform I can help this woman we can also help this one and we stand with each other to support and lift each other up I'm telling you we will not need anybody to push us there we will do it and the people will help us to stand because we cannot do without men. They are part of it. But if the men will break every bias and the men will listen to us, we need to start from ourselves. They need to see the strength of the women. Not fighting for position, but fighting for what we want to do. Believing what we have and letting the world hear and listen to us. And that is it. So if I have something and I can do it well, and I see another sister that can also help me to do it better, why wouldn't I invite that sister to be part of it? So that I also help the person. We all help each other and become better. Because everybody has got a different skills as women. Everybody has got a different power as women. So when we stand together and we build each other, I don't need a man to tell me, yes, now you can do it. The man can see better action or the things I have done and they will
3: support it interesting thank you very much stay with me Um, and I want to hear a few of your comments on social media coming through right now Mm We well, have some very interesting comments coming through on this. Uh, let's, let's go through some of them. And let's
1: start with Benedicta from Prom Prom. What is Benedicta saying? Well, she says uh, perfect submission by Shamima. Her submission is an eye-opener. As we open, in fact, as we women, let's respect, appreciate, celebrate each other, and wave the bias of our mind. This one is a question directed um to Shamima. It says that why is the fight and advocacy not geared towards equity for women rather than equality stemming from um, the explanation that she's giving and this one also says equity is also such that you don't need to take the stool before the tall one otherwise you go to defeat the purpose of equality okay and uh, this one says uh, i think shamima misses the point
3: on equality Uh, where from this issue of men and women being equal we are different, and that is basic. We have uh, different abilities. We are all human beings. I think Shama explains that 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 uh, there's a there's a distinction there between mm. equality and equity, um, and and of course the issue about gender. She says it's a very technical term. That's not necessarily about you know. And she makes a point, and I agree with her. She has a vagina. I have mm. a penis. That's us not being uh, the same, but we are equal because as far as opportunities go. Um, we can all
1: be given the same opportunity. But well, there's a rebuttal for that. and It says that even with equality before the law, are we not aware that not all equals are equals? Why do we have persons with privileges under our constitution not accessible to us all? Look at the Supreme Court case of Asai versus Attorney General, et etc. The issue of affirmative action and equality really shoots um, Shamima in the foot on the issue of equality, does it not? Women are great. They should keep doing what they what they do best. We men are willing to support them. Oh, <laughs> Frederick is asking for trouble though. Go back. What, so what, Frederick, what are you really
3: suggesting there? Because see, I think the last lines of Frederick's point is a controversial point. Mm. The issue of affirmative action. It says women are great. They should keep doing what they do best. Um what do you think women do, do best? best? I guess that's that's where the controversy is, right? Mm. I mean,
1: um I mean I think the point has been made is women do everything. everything just as a man would do yeah the woman will do it too and so if you're saying what what men do best you're essentially saying what women will do best also yeah but there's some <laughs> agree disagree but
3: okay so so there's another one on on uh, to the reverend so reverend is right it's only education that is confusing our women of society today <laughs> that's another very interesting one our uh, women have not been forthcoming about leadership roles and, and i need to put this question to to the rest of the panel really. Um, He didn't have a name there, but let's try and call him back. Let's expand on this because this is an interesting point. The Reverend is right. It's only education that is confusing uh, women of of society today. Uh, Women have not been forthcoming about leadership roles. If you think you have the capacity as a woman to affect your society positively, add value to yourself and start early and push through hard to get to the top. I told my wife and younger sister, to make a choice and join any political party of their choice in Ghana, and I will support them. They refuse. It's a matter of concept. Gradually, we will get there. So please, let's stop blaming men. Mm. Um, let's put that. Like, we'll come to one, but let's put that thought there now to my panelists on this. I want to start with you, um, Mami, on, on that point there that um, our our texter just put. Well, what's your comment on on the on that point that he just raised? If you, if you heard him
7: um there's a research um that um, shows that was it, it, it was it was in the u s and I think it was about um, lawyers which um showed that um men when when positions of leadership for example opened up, women were a little hesitant to apply, not because they were not qualified but they felt they had to do more and they had to prove themselves more to be able to meet up um, for the position. While men were confident enough to just apply, even when they were, they did not meet all the requirements. And it all boils down to how we were raised or how society constructs the different roles. And so there's an innate need for women to sort of only make the move when they have really... Um, Exhausted all possible questions when they have really um, outdone themselves and are overqualified, and so you have women sitting on um, qualifications and not taking the step because of how we have been, um, we have been um, how society has constructed the gender roles, and then also it 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 also speaks into um, the the issue of power, okay and while we have the numbers as was initially said and as i initially said and you 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 repeated in in the circles where gender parity has been achieved the conversation has now moved to pushing women into leadership pushing women into power because even when people even when women have the numbers the power is in the hands of the men i mean and and, 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 so and i think lead-
3: the text that the text that makes a very important point you ask, you just Noted there that pushing women into leadership roles. His point is that, he, from his experience, the women themselves are not willing or not as interested in in pushing themselves and taking these leadership roles. Nobody else, he says, could help them. He says he, he references the wife and the sister, encouraged them to go into politics and they refused. Isn't that part of the problem that women themselves aren't putting themselves out there enough?
7: Yes, and that is because of the way we have been raised. And so if you come from a place where a woman should not be outspoken, a woman should always take a step back, it will be difficult for the woman to want to apply for such positions, even when they qualify. And so one of the ways we can overcome this is for, as has been said earlier, women themselves to support each other. And then also for the women that have been able to make it to the top, to mentor those um, that are coming up, so that if we, if, if they take up that responsibility to mentor other women and to create networks that will support women, then over time, it will trickle up so that, that we will also have that equality, that parity at the top in positions of power.
3: Uh, interesting. Um, yes. Do we have Alfred from Dodowa uh, connected with us? We'll try and get that shortly because he put. and I wanted to expand on that. But Samima, to that question that uh, right. the, the text raised, and because you are you are in the media, you understand this, and one of the biggest conversations always is so gender representation in the media. And I yes. always tell people that it, it's, look, I have a deadline at 5.30 to get on air. I don't have all day mm-hmm. to look for guests. Um, mm-hmm. and I wake up looking for guests, if I am say, I am going to definitely look at women, I possibly want to have a show three times in a week because it's hard mm-hmm. to just find women who will readily jump at the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that is I guess, resonates with what the text is saying there, that women possibly are not putting themselves out there enough for themselves, helping themselves, I guess, to, to solve the problem. Right. So
7: there's some merits to the point that... Um, sometimes within the general pool, you may not get people willing willing and able to agree to these positions. But the bigger question to ask is the why question. Because if there's a problem, there's a reason for the problem. And to deal with the problem, we have to go back into the root cause of the problem. And, and that's where the whole awareness thing you know, stems from. I mean, the UN says that at the the ongoing rates. It will take 135 years to bridge the gender gap. And please, by way of information and clarification, like I said, please just go onto the websites, go online and read the concept of gender and gender equality. Because it will surprise you to know that a lot of the issues that are being discussed are also to the benefit of men. Because gender stereotyping affects both men and women. Because we are here, they'll tell you that a man must be aggressive, adventurous, assertive, powerful, unemotional. What is it causing? It's leading to a lot of men falling down and dying due to stroke and heart diseases because they put so much in, in themselves. Adventure means that you can engage in all kinds of risky behaviors. At the end of the day, you will pay the price for those risky behaviors you know being the man of the house and being the all-powerful means that even when you are struggling you're unable to get the necessary help from your your wife who may be in a position to even economically help you so there's a deficit and there's a gap for us as media and you are what you're saying is right and evans Alma, we did a stakeholder um, survey of women. We came up with a report. We brought Joy FM has copies. We have developed a gender harassment policy and a gender sensitive code for newsrooms. Unfortunately, for many newsrooms, they have never had any training whatsoever around issues of, of gender no training on gender, no training on harassment, no appreciation of what a gender-sensitive code for news rooms are, which will reflect the way we report stories. Look, the issues we are talking about are everyday issues of creating safe spaces, for both genders to
3: thrive yeah i mean i we i, th- th- I think that that level is is great but i'm also just looking at the bigger conversation that we always have about okay. the representation right in the media itself so as in in conversations now we have all female panel right i'm the only, Let person, me the give only you an example that has become Emma's, an issue very quickly i want to before, quickly connect to right yes okay. very briefly
7: sorry Quick. Go before on. COVID, You wouldn't probably have agreed for me to join a TV program via Zoom. Zoom. COVID made it possible, and that was one of the challenges. We are all willing to meet the practical needs of women. A a woman with toddlers who have to go to school in the morning cannot journey from, say, Adenta to Kokomilemile by 6am. Mm-hmm. If you are willing to meet many women at their points of need, they will be willing over time to make their voices heard.
3: And I think you raise a very important point there. And I guess it comes down to the point about is there the capacity, right? So if you want to make that room, you have to invest. You have to invest in accessing Zoom. and Do newsrooms have that capacity? But let me quickly connect uh, very briefly now to, uh, what's the name again? KK, and KK is connecting uh, via phone, and he sent us that interesting uh, message, and I want to really pick his thoughts very briefly. Hello, KK. Yes, sir. KK, thanks for, thanks for connecting. I mean, you, you, your message, uh, you talked about encouraging your wife and your sister to, to go into politics, and they simply will not. Did they explain why they wouldn't?
9: Yes. Uh, I think, first of all, they are scared. That is one, because of the, the system we have in Ghana. And uh, uh, number two, just that they don't they don't have the, the the confidence in themselves to to join the political parties, but the main reason i am encouraging them is that looking at them everywhere they find themselves in school in church, they play serious leadership roles and they are also very intelligent women and uh, so that is the reason why I said women so, so themselves are not forthcoming.
3: So you raise an important point. So you say you see your wife and you see your sister, and everything yes, else please. they've done, they excel. Yes, please. And you believe they can do it at the decision table in politics also. Take Go there. And they said, that's what they don't want to, they want, they don't want to do.
9: I dare them. I even push them because they are all barely 25 years now.
8: Hmm.
9: And I'm sure by the time they get to their 40s, because they are very intelligent and they fit into any leadership role, they can do it, but they are not ready to take the rules at the bigger platforms.
3: Okay. Uh, Kiki, thank you very much. And I think that, that it, I guess, is an example of the bigger problem. And uh, Cleopatra, I have 30 seconds. What so Give me a quick thoughts on, on the, what we just heard there uh, and possibly your thoughts on, is this something that can be dealt with and fixed? Quick 30 seconds, Cleopatra. So
5: the, the problem is assuming that they want to go into politics. We are here to break the bias. Why don't we give them a chance to tell us what they actually want? And why don't we support them in what they are doing? Because if they are already doing things elsewhere and they are excelling, why don't we push them up there? Why don't we prop them up? Why are we assuming that they want to take a different path and push them in that path? And I think that that is the problem. The problem isn't them not wanting to do what has been suggested to them. The problem is we are not understanding what women want. We shouldn't be stereotyping and thinking that just because somebody is good at A, they should be moved out of A to be put into B. And it comes when I say that because of where I'm coming from, the sporting world. You have a lot of people who are excelling in sports and they're being pulled out of sports to be put in another category because people think that they will do better there. So for me, I think that one way we can tackle that is to listen and understand to what women want and push them. Because we cannot stereotype and put women in one box and say that because they're not willing to go according to or conform to that box they will not excel in other places so for me that's what I can say about that in
3: that's a very fantastic way to end the show tonight because indeed it's true uh, about um, playing women well again that's another dangerous thought right? playing women to their strength what really is your strength finding that and, and making sure that it in doing so you don't actually stereotype them too because that's actually a risk right because when you when you okay, so just allow them to do um you know what they feel most capable. Of doing, I guess is the is a thought. And I see many of you still joining us with your thoughts. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we need to uh, draw the curtains some Ghana Connect tonight. Um, thank you all for connecting, Shamima, um, Reverend. Um, I'm grateful uh, for your for your really I- interesting thoughts. Uh, Cleopatra, who you just had there, lawyer Mamifwa, you had also there, and all of you who join us on uh, on our many social media platforms with your thoughts. Um, this is a perfect way to end this strength of a woman.
10: To all my, women, you know, my strong women. Uh. So amazing how this world was made. I wonder if God is a woman. With a smile and a star, she'll protect you like a child. That's a woman. of a woman So amazing how this world was made I wonder if God is a woman
6: With a smile
10: and a star
9: She'll protect you like a child That's a woman
0: the station with the best music, best, 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 best music, best music, I love the m- m- music, best, m- best music. Joy 99.7 <laughs> FM. Keep the frequency clear. Live
1: on radio, live online, this is the locker room on Joy
10: 99.7 FM.
1: thank you very much for staying on The locker Room. Enjoy 99.7 FM. It's a big evening to come and so much this week about Chelsea. Breaking news to bring you from
4: Chelsea. It's a statement from Roman Abramovich. He says, I would like to address the speculation in the media over the past few days in relation to my ownership of Chelsea FC. As I have stated before, I've always taken decisions with the club's best interest at heart. In the current
1: situation, I have therefore taken the decision to Sell the club. But first, let's address the big news that is breaking: Roman Abramovich releasing this statement. I've always taken decisions with the club's best interests at heart. In the current situation, I've therefore taken the decision to sell the club. The sale of the club will not be fast-tracked, but will follow due process. I will not be asking for any loans to be repaid. Uh, with two minutes to go, big story, of course, coming out of Chelsea today. Roman Abramovich releasing this statement. I've always taken decisions with the club's best interests at heart. In the current situation, I've therefore taken the decision to sell the club. Of course, we know Roman Abramovich's attempt to sell Chelsea was halted by the UK government because of sanctions. We're going to listen to a very, very thick debate. Ellie Aldroyd is
8: uh, alongside John Murray, Rob Green and Sam Wallace. Hello, hello. Um, Look, John, can you just remind us of where we are at the moment after what has been a really, really difficult day at Stamford Bridge.
10: And and how we actually reached this point, um, as you say, as we know, after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, as sanctions began to be implemented by the government, questions were being asked about Roman Abramovich's links to Vladimir Putin, which he has denied having. Uh, The MP Chris Bryant raised the matter in the Commons. Uh, On the eve of the Carabao Cup final, Roman Abramovich announced he was going to hand the running of the club to the trustees of Chelsea's charitable foundation, but, but that proved to be problematic. And, and pressure and questions continued on the following Wednesday, um, on the on the same day that uh, Prime Minister's question, Sir Keir Starmer asked Boris Johnson why sanctions had not been taken against Roman Abramovich. Then, that evening, came that dramatic announcement, an hour before kick-off, when Luton were playing Chelsea in the FA Cup, that Roman Abramovich had decided to sell the club. And he said he would not be asking loans to be repaid. Those loans that are estimated at one and a half billion pounds and he said that all net proceeds from the sale would be donated to the benefit uh, to benefit the victims of the war in Ukraine so that was where we were before today
8: and then today the news came this morning that seven oligarchs all having new sanctions brought against them by the government here in the UK, and Roman Abramovich was on the list.
10: Yeah, it is another seismic day in the history of Chelsea Football Club. You know, I don't think that overstates it. So it means that um, his assets have been frozen, uh, there are, uh, there's a travel ban placed on him, and what it means for Chelsea is the club cannot sell any more tickets for matches beyond today, uh, beyond those that have already been sold for those games. Uh, Club merchandise store was closed. Uh, We've seen the pictures of that during the course of today. Uh, Chelsea cannot buy or sell players, including those players, those Chelsea players who are currently out on loan at other clubs, and they cannot negotiate new contracts for players. So in the men's team, um, Antonio Rudiger, César Aspilicueta, Andreas Christensen, are all out of contract at the end of the season, and also Sal Niguez, who is playing tonight, is on loan from
0: Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.
10: Um, become a, a permanent deal under these um, restrictions. Also, the government's issued a special license that will allow the fixtures to be fulfilled for the rest of this season and for the club staff to be paid and for existing ticket holders to attend matches. And also... Uh, the government will consider allowing Roman Abramovich to apply for a special licence to sell the club providing he can prove he would not benefit from the sale so i think those are the main points
8: yeah and and there's a lot of side issues around this as well including how much they can spend on on away trips because you know home games are all very well but but traveling away as well there's there's a cap on how much they can they can spend um i mean rob green how can Mm -hmm. how concerning is this for everybody at chelsea
3: it's deeply concerning um i think the difficulty
1: is is one they're learning out as fast as anybody else is uh, really about what's happening um and the way that the club operates having been there is is that you you have underneath um marina granskaya the the chief Rob, Exec, very
8: quickly very quickly jo- well, i'm just going to interrupt you because we're going to go to john southall at norwich john yeah,
11: yeah. yeah thomas tuchel has just walked out onto the touchline to talk to us thomas um Another eventful day. Um, how satisfying was the win today given what's happened today? Very, because we showed again a lot of character, a lot of focus. We managed again to have a very strong performance um, despite all the circumstances and the distraction that is going on. So full credit to the character of, of, of the team and um, we, yeah, full credit to the, to the culture that we have in, in, in the club. We started very strong, played a, played a brilliant first half. Maybe we played second half a bit in the feeling that we have a higher lead, but the 2-0 can can be tricky if you don't if you concede if you concede the goal. This is what happened. We we're a bit sloppy, and um, and the opponents uh, played with the mentality that they had nothing to lose, so got a tight game, but we were not frustrated and, and digged in and, and managed to have a, have a good win for us. Yeah, you won the game. Can I just ask you your reaction to, to what's happened today? The sanctions against uh, the club's owner um, yeah. and the freezing of the assets? Yeah, it's of course another level of distraction and another level of impact uh, that it has uh, to us, but still we said we cannot influence it. Maybe we don't know all the facts. Maybe the facts will change again tomorrow or in two days. So why, why to worry too much about it? Because nothing we can do will change the situation. So
0: Robin Hood Financial LLC, member SIPC.